When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon. And I'm Mike Templeton. That feels okay. I, that, that always feels weird. Yeah, we're missing Keith this week, but we have a special guest with us today. Yeah, my good old buddy Jason from the Turtle Recall podcast. Say hello, Jason. What is going on? Hashtag Liss Hall Shell. So Jason uh, is a fantastic uh, co-host of the Turtle Recall uh, podcast, who I help do the news section every Turtle Tuesday. That's right. That's right. If you actually look in our uh, Turtle Recall profile on Twitter, I actually put your name in there. Oh, you did? Like, I did. I did. You are you are officially in the podcast. So oh, I figured, like, you know, you know, I figured, like, we got to put you in there, like, somehow. Like, when Anna, like, drives, draws you into the logo, I'll let you know. I don't know. Oh, that's I would happen. die if she did that. <laughs> Uh, that part I, I I don't know. Like right right now with her uh, being pregnant, I doubt like that's going to happen anytime soon. But maybe maybe after our uh, our eventual uh, pause that we gotcha. have co- coming up. Well, uh, tell everybody about your show real quick. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna like draw it out, and so that way Mike can like edit it and be like, oh like that. Nah. Oh, right, I don't so. do any of the editing. That's all. That's all me. <laughs> oh, that's all Spencer. Okay, so th- that that's why we record these feel... a week early. That's, that's why... why it sucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, all right. So yeah, uh, uh, my, my wife and my wife and I we do the podcast uh, Troll Recall. Uh, basically, I've seen all these Ninja Turtle episodes way too many times. Way too many. A human should be watching them. Um, and Anna has my wife has never saw it ever, and so. Uh, we basically were going through all 193 episodes and you're basically hearing from me where I'm telling you like what I originally saw it as and like you know like my original thing and like you know some of like tidbits I remember from like childhood and that kind of stuff and Anna's just she's giving you this whole like from a view of an animator and who's like watching this for the very first time and like she brings up stuff like I'd never even like thought of before so uh, it's it's fun stuff. Uh, we've already gone through half of the show already, which is like amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, definitely check it out. Just uh, where just search for Turtle Recall, and you will find it. Well, first, when you search for Turtle Recall, you'll find like a band, and then like ignore them, and then go to like this, like go to like the podcast links, and then you'll find us. That's like us with the other uh, Ninja Turtle Power Hour, the old guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, I didn't do enough research into into the name when I named the show. Like it I just worked, it went worked with out what was because open. they stopped podcasting, so the they name did. was up for grabs. Well, not to mention <laughs> they are they are the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. We're just Ninja Turtle Power. That's hour. true. <laughs> you um, know, usually it's the other way around. Usually the new guys like put like the in there. That's the true. real Ninja I Turtle th- Power Hour. <laughs> I think Ninja we have like yeah, the real Ghostbusters. Re- yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. I think we have done more episodes than them now. Oh, oh nice. Well, nice. for sure. I think we passed them a while ago. I, uh, I don't okay. think they got very far back when I looked at it. Oh, uh, bummer. But they the, were only uh, rip, rip. They were guys. only doing the, the cartoon show because I with our um, podcast and I like I, I was like because the big thing I was like, I just I, I was like, I didn't want other uh you know uh recap uh podcasts out there but like i know we have personally gone farther than them because i think they stopped at season three like oh, halfway through season so three. then we're definitely yeah. way past them yeah uh jason and i uh did, are known well i'm known for doing the three hour hokum hair episode on that's Jason's right. Show. right yes yes mike has it is in our longest podcast we have ever had like out of all 105 episodes that we have recorded at this very at this time, Mike is on our longest one. It's talking about Hokum Hair. So when we get to our Hokum Hair episode, just get ready, Spencer. Oh, I'll <laughs> I'll buckle up. It's actually the first episode of, of the next season. That's um unless really... we choose to cover the vacation arc of season seven first, because technically chronologically it's supposed to happen after this season. So we will be covering uh, Hokum Hair so, very soon. So, so technically, Hokum Hair and uh, Once Upon a Time Machine are in the syndicated season. So this, you should have like covered it before the CBS. Uh, what we did is we did uh, European season before we did the CBS uh, season, just because um, the uh, because of like the European season was actually done during uh season four uh so that's why we have like that interlude um uh of there but uh but the yeah the the two easter episodes uh the, those were uh quote unquote easter episodes as i say uh those were actually done uh during the syndication run they just aired after uh the the episodes because they wanted that whole vhs uh like direct to vhs first yeah huh yeah, we've See, just been watching him on the DVD. <laughs> that's exactly why we needed Jason on, <laughs> on this show. Because he's so knowledgeable about just the little things. Like usually, like when I notice something, I've run it by Jason to confirm. <laughs> he does. He, uh, and I'm I'm like, well, why? Uh, I was like, I know nothing, but he for some reason might trust me. And then like, you know, some reason people in Atlanta, they trust me because I just came out of Dragon Con and they just, they let me host the Ninja Turtle panel. And oh, people no, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. People like believe every word I said. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. So yeah, so if you were in the Atlanta area and you were at Dragon Con, uh, let us know what you thought of Jason hosting the Turtles panel. That's right. And also the panel will, uh, by the time this your episode releases, the our panel will be on YouTube as well. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, yeah. to watch that. Uh, so then I guess, Spencer, what are we covering this week? This week, we're going to be covering episodes 34, 35, and 36 from season four of the 1987 series. 
that Splinter vanishes, Raphael drives him wild, and beyond the Donatello Nebula. Three focus episodes, which I'm just going to say the focus episodes are the weakest ones of season four and season five, because season five has focus episodes as well. Yeah, we've kind of noticed that like every time like it breaks off and is about specifically a turtle, um, hence the focus episode, um, yeah. it's it's always a lot slower. It's always kind of like, eh. Right, yeah. That's all, That's also where you have like the most of the repeat plots is like those like, I, I, I don't I don't know. Like uh, I'm pretty sure like when like CBS like uh, commissioned like in, uh, these episodes and they're like, oh, hey, we want it. We want the show to be an hour long and like, you know, make two episodes a week or something like that. And like, I don't, I, I don't know whose like decision was like, oh, we'll make, you know, we'll make 12 focus episodes for the turtles. And then the final one will be for Splinter because, uh, you know, we can't have like the turtles be, like, we can't have like one turtle be have more focus episodes than the other. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's just so wild to me, like how many of them are in this season. Like season four has had its ups and downs, more downs right. yeah. <laughs> than ups. Uh, it's, it's just, it's a rough season overall. Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't, I, I disagree. I, I actually, I like season four more than season three. Um, but but season three gave us the great Boldini. Season three did give us the great Boldini, but like season three, you had a big chunk of like writer fatigue, yeah. like where you could just tell, like they're just like uh, we're just 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 slogging through until we get to uh, like you know the next Baxter episode or the next uh, or like you know the the th- the three part finale. Yeah, I, I would say that it's really that way for season three, and I'd even say for like the first half of season four. Like, it's like when, kind of when you get to like, I feel like this back half of season four that like things start feeling more unique and different again. Like yeah, they- like, oh, because like, I, I will say this, the the 13 CBS episodes where they feature Shredder, those are like incredible. I actually really like those. And I think mm-hmm. that was like one of their best ones. And I don't know if it's like, them be like oh hey we're on a national uh television network now let's like you know amp it up or something like that but then like you know then but then like it's also like these are paired with the focus episodes where it it was kind of like oh we got to focus on a turtle and but like you know ah let's let's make a whole episode where Raphael is making jokes and that those jokes like make people laugh so hard that we can rob banks yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah but i mean like i don't know i lost my train of thought <laughs> uh, you lost your train of thought because i told you the truth son that's that's true uh, but i mean great baldini cowbunga shredhead hey, hey cowbunga shredhead was the best uh, i can't deny that one cowbunga shredhead was like amazing yeah there there are like a few fun you know of course there's always a few gems i feel like in in every yeah. season of any show yeah and we, uh, and we talked about, ones. I think, uh, I remember what I was going to say, like, and we talked about like how last week when we covered Tempestra, uh, Leonardo versus Tempestra, like how we just were kind of like, we were really excited for that episode. And then we 
we'd overhyped it in our brains. Yeah. Don't you know, don't you know that that's like one of the worst, like, like on like the polls, that's like rated like as one of the worst episodes. And like Tempestra was like a big joke just because of how like awful villain she was. And see, like, I, I disagree because like, she's not bad. I think we all just expected more. Uh Uh-huh. Because she's like the first, like, it seems like she's like the first major new villain. And then, like, she turned, it just turns out that she's not. Yeah. No. Like, she has no, like this iconic design and like this thing that feels like she's going to kind of be something. Right. Cause her design is like, her design is really great. And then just a lot of people also remember because, like, the, because after, I mean, honestly, after, after this season, the show doesn't get, like a, a really memorable episode until like you know there's mondo gecko there's mugen man but then like Oak and then there's, tur- there, there's tur- turtleoids planet turtleoids but then and but then like the big one that people like remember is the uh night of the rogues and that's just because it's like oh wow like the turtles have their own injustice league to fight and um that like but oh that's my phone not on mute oh uh, um but uh, but then like after that like you know like you know they have like the yeah like the night of the rogues and like people just remember like oh they had to fight all these villains and tempestra is like one of those um they just don't remember like that one that even that episode like because the only reason that episode shines is because the rest of the episodes leading up to that are like really like more of a chore to watch yeah. Well, and like I said, I think she's one of like the few villains that actually feels iconic and stands out compared to all of the other not Shredder villains that are in this season. Right. You know, like, like I, I always appreciate when they kind of step away from him for a second, but there's so many of them that it's just like evil scientist, evil scientist, mobster. Yeah, mobster, like, yeah. Exactly. And they're just I... super generic and they don't reuse yeah. the same guy. But like Tempestra isn't any of those things. And so like, I feel like right. that's kind of what made it stand out and feel... Because at this point, this far in the series, it's when things feel fresh that I yeah. instantly like it just a little bit more. <laughs> because it's a, a breakup of the of what I, I don't know to me what kind of feels like a lot of monotony uh, with watching right. it. Right. No. 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 I definitely agree with you. Uh, I definitely agree with you there. And I mean, to be honest, like I think I really like this season because one you know, it was on CBS and personally, uh, I didn't have cable. Uh, so I didn't have to fight the antenna to watch these episodes. Uh, so that was like a big plus for me. Uh, and then, and also like, this is also like when the show was an hour long where you had like two episodes off of that was like amazing as a kid. I was like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, um, like, so, uh, like, like i know as a kid like i was always like excited for these i just remember it was always like the first half like really excited in the second second half that's like where i'd go get my bowl of cereal or like you know uh if my mom told me to clean my room i'd be cleaning my room during that the second half of that of the hour Hmm. yeah no it's i i remember when i'd get those back-to-backs too as a kid like i I, because i I grew up watching the 2003 series and so there was a time where those those got hour blocks I know yeah. Sonic X for sure had an hour block, and I was always watching that one. Gotta go fast. I remember, I remember Sonic go X. <laughs> Gotta go fast, yeah. Gotta go oh, faster, 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 faster. <laughs> Best theme song ever. You know what? Yeah. 
perfectly defines Sonic's personality. You know, faster than the speed of sound. He's the coolest guy around. That's it. That's that's Sonic. Boom. So, I mean, faster it's than- <laughs> it's not as iconic as the Sad AM, but it is really good. <laughs> Look, we're just saying that four kids made some good stuff. And four kids theme songs absolutely slap. Yeah, one hundred percent. The two thousand three um, Ninja Turtles series theme song. You know, that's the only one that does. <laughs> the only one that doesn't. It absolutely um, slaps. No, they're du- they're absolutely dub, they're dub uh, their dub theme songs are really good. Uh, <laughs> there there are. You know what? Jeff uh, Jeff from Mother's Basement did a really good video on anime dub theme songs. Uh-huh. Um, and he just absolutely praises like all of the four kids ones. Um, even like the One Piece rap is really good. I, I was about to say. When I, when One Piece like I actually had that as my ringtone for a good while. The One and Piece rap, like, yeah, the One Piece rap, yeah, the it's One Piece really rap. good. Yeah, it was it was like it was fun and like people would, like be making fun of it just because like they didn't know what it was because I was at, I was at work. But like it, all of a sudden they hear yo 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 yeah. And it, like, what? Uh, <laughs> I got hyped a little bit right now. <laughs> Another great one, one though is that thing slaps. Is yeah. it, the Dragon Ball Z Kai Dragon Soul, like that one is really good too. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's necessarily for kids that did no, that. No, it's not for kids. Yeah. No. Either way, it's a great dub one. It's a Funimation one. Well, Funimation kind of took in for kids and like yeah, what it yeah. had. Uh, it absorbed. Uh, Funimation it. like actually owned. If I remember, they owned for kids or like okay. I think they I think they picked up the licenses. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. They picked up the licenses for it because like because like, like they they got like One Piece and stuff. Yeah, right. when they and they animated season seven of the two thousand three series, which is why the animation was terrible. But they animated. <laughs> well, that's, hey. back, they, 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 back they, to the they, sewers they, is the only good theme song. So it, it is a great theme song, though. Back to the sewers slaps. It does. Yeah, it it does. And I'm I'm still. I I know you can like stream it on Paramount Plus. I'm still waiting for a way for us to like actually either buy it d- DVD or digital. Like just, just somehow, I, I just want to own back to the series. Can, can I like no, please have you. that Paramount? Yeah. You need, you need the series where Han explains that he is a gamer and he has been for years. You know, That's right? <laughs> I would just really like uh, Turtles Forever uncut, like the uncut oh, version for That's sure. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 definitely. You know what? I also want what Turtles were. Uh, I want anamorphic uh, widescreen just because. When that was released, that was on DVD. That was like on like matte uh, widescreen, and I, I mean, I'm too afraid to own the digital because I'm too so afraid that the digital is also going to be yeah. on that like matte widescreen. Like, because I remember during that time, I'm like, no, wide widescreen TVs were like the norm then. Like, you we didn't need to we didn't need to go to full screen. Um, well, I think like uh, hadn't hadn't like a like regular um, network HD TV hadn't become a thing yet. Uh, so at that time, uh, it was a thing. It was just that the it kid the, content. It wasn't the standard. I mean, like, no, no, it was a standard. Oh, um, it was. It was. It was just that for some reason the kids' content they still put it on uh, on full screen. So you had those strange gray bars mm. on the side of the TV. Because I remember when like Turtles Forever was uh, was shown on TV, they they put like uh, the they put like the gray bars, um, but like 
like while the show was while the movie was in the widescreen so you just had like you would just have like these gray bars and then you had like these black bars on top and then and then you're like tiny little uh, uh turtles forever like in there for you yeah uh, interesting yeah. well i, I mean meandered reached. off topic a little bit, <laughs> a little like, bit. Just, yeah we just, should just a little bit right we should we should get back on track so let us tell you a story Perhaps I can best explain. The story of my young friends and I is really the story of a man named Hamato Yoshi. Uh, I will be looking at the episode Splinter Vanishes, which aired on uh, November 24th, 1990. It was written by Francis Moss and Ted Peterson. So in this in this episode, the uh, the turtles are all like uh, meeting around and they're watching like April with her latest like news uh, her, her news thing, and then all of a sudden like oh no, uh, some some computer uh, microchip thing got got stolen, and they're like oh we got to go talk to Master Splinter and like you know. Uh, while while that was happening, Mikey was getting pizza, and he was like, "Like you know, they like they're like, oh, we gotta talk to Master Splinter." And Mikey has this funny line of like, "Oh no, Splinter doesn't like pizza," and they're like, "No, not about that, about the news." Um, but Splinter leaves them a video cassette tape, and like they basically play it, and it's almost like like it's almost like one of those like if you. If you're playing, if you're watching this video, I have died or something like that. Uh, so, uh, like, basically, Splinter basically tells them, "Hey, I have taught you everything that you need to know, and uh, so now you guys are on your own, and I am not your teacher anymore." And so, the turtles they took that as okay. The band is breaking up, like the Beatles, and so then. Uh, we have the turtles. They do their, they do their own things. Uh, uh, Raphael is um, doing children parties, and uh, the children are not happy because they want all four Ninja Turtles. And I felt like this was more of like a uh, how like collectors feel whenever they have action figures. Like you know, it's like oh, we want, we don't want one. We want all, all of them. Uh, so. And while he does that, Leo is a uh, fitness instructor at a uh, at a gym. Uh, while Donnie has his own uh, uh, repair shop that he uh, well actually it's not even Donnie's repair shop. He's actually an employee at the um, at the repair shop. And and then like you know we see that Mikey he has a cooking show and but like he gets fired live in the cooking show and they're, they're like and like apparently this was like his like seventh one or something like that and they're like why do they keep hiring him and april's like oh we always need cooking shows uh so um while while that is happening leatherhead and racking have teamed up apparently leatherhead has not left new york since he the first time he met the Rat King as he's just hanging around in the New York sewers. I don't know why he didn't go back to Florida. Uh, so they're like, oh, hey, now that the turtles are gone, 
we can go do our own thing. And they go and uh, they no, no, go. You have to do it in the accent. <laughs> I guarantee. Uh, oh, man, he had a new one, this one. He had like, uh, oh, God, what was his, what was his new catchphrase in this one? He kept saying it. Um, oh, man, I, I already forgot. He, kept, he had a new catchphrase um 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 in in this episode like that he never said before uh but yeah but yeah the head i go on t like you know all all that stuff so we had so they're building they're building robot rats they're also building robot alligators and they're going to take over new york while the turtles are like split up and everything and while oh while while this is going on we see that there's a person disguised that's totally not splinter just let you go not splinter disguised uh following like at each of the turtles like uh, uh venture and everything well and uh at one point uh leatherhead or i'm sorry rat king came up dressed as a woman and april's like that that woman looks familiar and smells familiar too which I've already discussed in Turtle Recall how like the characters are dumb and they can't recognize like awful disguises. Uh, so uh, they, uh, but he gives Donatello uh, like a alarm clock uh, to fix, and uh, and then and then uh, while that happens, uh, Leatherhead he goes in and attacks uh, Leonardo at the. Uh, at the fitness uh, area, uh, and you know Leonardo, he actually falls through the floor, yelling, and Leatherhead's like, "Aha! I, I guarantee, I got him! I got him good!" Um, and uh, and then and then all of a sudden we see Donatello's uh, repair shop um, explodes, and and then April's all, all worried, but Donatello comes out and he comes out from the sewer he's like oh no i'm good and uh he reveals in a uh in a flashback uh as both him and april break the fourth wall about flashbacks uh that he that that he what he actually did was uh he got a call uh from from someone says oh hey that thing's going to explode and buildings in in uh in a uh in in buildings in the 1987 series they for some reason they have like grates to sewers so Dantel had a secret way to get into the sewer by like lifting the wood panel off the floor uh so that's how he got that's how he got safe uh then the turtles they they all came and reunite as they as we find out that leo didn't actually fall through the floor he actually grabbed onto uh, a, a ledge because the sewer sewer is his element he knew exactly where the ledges are and he just kept shouting uh, and uh so so when so when when that happens like you know all of them are, are are together we find out that the mysterious person is splinter the whole time uh the turtles they team up they they fight the uh they fight leatherhead and, and racking uh they defeat them so now uh, Splinter can like mind control rats, and this makes Leatherhead angry because he thinks that Rat King was the one who actually uh, controlled the rats, and so uh, like now Leatherhead doesn't trust Rat King. You know they uh, they are now they're both uh, defeated. We um, we find out that 
this was all a ruse from Splinter uh, to show that they are that the turtles are stronger together and that they're not going anywhere. And uh, and then like you know at the um, uh, uh, at the end they eat uh, Michelangelo makes pizza and uh, they just uh, you know they they all have have fun at the end. And I still believe I really think that this was supposed to be the season finale for season four because it was definitely written to be like a kind of like a oh th- like we end on this thing but it was not aired as a season finale it was actually aired on the top hour uh surprisingly yeah interesting yeah i'd actually buy that it does it does it would be a great final note for a season so my episode Raphael drives him wild number 35 this episode was released on november 24th of 1990 it was written by misty taggart Raphael is on his way home with pizza for dinner He climbs into an empty cab. Little does he know, it wasn't supposed to be empty. The previous passenger had just stopped to hurry and get out and grab some pizza. And he left a device he had stolen, known as a transmogifier in the back seat. After some crazy driving, the cab driver makes Raphael press the button on the device that makes them swap bodies. Neither of them realize that they have changed bodies, and Raphael gets out and heads home with the pizzas. Raph gets jumped by his brothers because they believe he is an intruder. Eventually, they realize this guy must be Raph since he knows things that only Raph should know. Meanwhile, April interviews the scientists that had their device stolen. They say that after used, the transmogifier's lights will flash and eventually it will blow up half the city. The thieves, Mr. Big and his henchmen, are now trying to find the device. They look all over the city and find the cab and their device. While riding in the cab, they are stopped by April, who is trying to figure out why Raph is driving a cab. She calls the turtles and tells them what she saw, and they head out to find the cab as well. The cab driver and his scheming passengers pull up to a dock where a VIP known as the Premier is arriving. They kidnap him and plan to swap bodies with him. The cops and April chase after them. The cabbie loses the cops and hides in a warehouse. April is stopped outside and trying to figure out where the kidnappers went. The turtles show up and explain things to her. Inside the warehouse, the cabbie realizes what's going on and takes off with the flashing transmogifier and the premier in his cab. The kidnappers pursue him in their limo, and so April and Turtle get in their vans and chase after them as well. Everyone collides into each other after some crazy car chasing. The transmogifier swaps Raph and the cabbie back. Also, the collision crushed the device, and so now it will not explode. The end. Absolutely riveting television. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finishing up this trilogy is Beyond the Donatello Nebula, original air date December 1st, 1990, written by Dennis O'Flattery. Donatello is using one of his devices to send messages to outer space in hopes of making contact with alien life, preferably turtle-based. He has apparently found a turtle nebula and is determined to get a response. Michelangelo messes with him by piping in through a turtle comm, which causes the angry Donatello to depart the lair. He climbs to the top of the Channel 6 building and begins transmitting again. His message strikes a passing spaceship, which lands near him. A vaguely lizard-like creature emerges and babbles at him before turning on his translator, introducing himself as Algernon, or Algae for short. 
Apparently, Donatello's transmission broke LG's spaceship, and he demands that the turtle fix it. Donatello tries, but clearly has no idea what he's doing. April does a news report on hostile Hiram Grelch, a clearly evil businessman who is planning to take over Channel 6. During the broadcast, she screams and the camera cuts out. Donatello hears her scream, as does Algy, who is capable of transforming into other things as a form of camouflage. They then rush down to the newsroom where two of Grelch's goons are menacing her and Vernon. They shoot Vernon with a mass of sticky glue and are preparing to do likewise to April when Donatello and Algy burst in. But after a brief fight, the two of them are encased in a glue ball and April is abducted. Fortunately, Algy is able to free them and Vernon with his mind powers that he also has. They pursue the car that April is in, ending up on a mad chase in and out of subways and seafood markets. They end up at Grelch's building, which is surrounded by a force field. The two double back to Channel 6, but are horrified to see that Algy's spaceship has been stolen by Grelch's goons. Even worse, Algy confirms that if it's taken apart to see how it works, it will blow up the entire planet. Of course, Grelch's men are doing just that, frustrating his plans to take over intergalactic businesses as well as earthly ones. He's also keeping April as a hostage, planning to kill her if he isn't sold Channel 6. Donatello deduces that the force field is based on cathode rays and, be, and plans to use some cheesy old movies to feign an attack on the building. He gets Algy to look like a three-eyed monster and declares on live TV that the warlord of the Turtle Nebula is enraged by Grelch's theft of his spaceship and will declare war if it isn't returned. A giant version of Algy's disguise appears outside of Grelch's building. Grelch and his henchmen desperately try to put the ship back together as Donatello and Algy make their way inside via the sewers. Unfortunately, the ruse is revealed when a used car commercial starts, but just then, Algy switches off the power and the other turtles make their way into the building and free April. April uses the glue gun on Grelch and his men and Donatello and Algy come bursting in. Everyone leaves on the turtle blimp and they haul Algy's spaceship back to the lair. Fortunately, there's no way to get it going because it has no fuel. Just then, Michelangelo comes in with several pizzas, and it turns out that pizza is what the spaceship runs on. Algy takes all the pizzas, and the spaceship vanishes. You know, you guys are, like, precise and straight to the point. I know I was, like, all over when I was, <laughs> I was doing my summary. Yeah, well, we, we, we I don't know, it's kind of one of things that we've kind of learned to, not to mention, we like just getting through it so that we can get to yeah, see, the, difference the is, conversation. The difference is you guys break down each episode. Right. We go through three. Per yeah. Yes, that is true. <laughs> that That is true. On our podcast, we spend an hour and a half talking about one episode. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm still on that mindset. I'm like, wait a minute, why is like no one interrupting me? Not yeah, we're going, this. We, not, that's the thing, is like you're telling the story, so... Uh, now, as we go into the next section, now you can tell us all the fun trivia. That's right. The second time around. Hey, uh, nice junk. So, Jason, you were saying that earlier that you think that Splinter Vanishes is supposed to be a season finale for this series, but then ended up not being so. Right, yeah. So, uh, I really think this was written to be the season, uh, the season finale. I mean, we've already seen with the CBS episodes that they don't air in order especially like you know we had the slash episode air before like donald j lofty's like or like you know uh introduction episode so we know that like they just don't and also 
the fact is like this episode also aired with uh the Raphael uh drives and wild which these like 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 i mentioned before these are both like focus episodes like i think the way that they were written was because you know for there's 13 weeks and so so when you divide four by 12 you get three so you each each turtle had like three focus episodes then you had this remainder of of one for like you know the second half of like the 13th week and so that's why I think like they made this splinter vanishes just because it's like, okay, the, each, each turtle gets three episodes and then we give the last remaining one to splinter. And so that's why I think like he has, he has one as opposed to like April or Vernon or I don't know, shredder or something like that. Um, so I, I honestly couldn't pick up any interesting trivia on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, I really tried i mean, I, I, I mean the one thing that bothers me in, in uh in your episode is like you know the whole like uh raf and the cabbie they don't know that that they're switched and everything especially raf uh -huh. yeah raf goes like, to the sewer i feel like they would have looked at several mirrors on the way back well well no no no, no. if they looked in the mirror they saw themselves oh they, yeah they, they made that oh, i point. missed that okay. they made they made that point so like i mean so it, it like whatever they saw they saw themselves um uh, but the, however when like raf like goes to the sewer and he starts taking off this, his disguise at no like the cabbie is like never naked or like have like just a <laughs> headband <laughs> that's like because i met i mean seriously like like the, he should have been like you know red headband like the red uh bandanas a belt and that's it yeah and, and then we have like this naked cabbie like in the sewers and then just trying to run and jump around i feel like you know raf just looked in the mirror and was like you know what this sweater looks really good on me tonight i'm leaving the clothes on <laughs> right yeah. exactly it really was <laughs> like, i think it's like just this one time i'm gonna leave the clothes on one thing i one thing i kind of noticed was i i i kind of like that uh Raph is in the movie theater just like he was in the 1990 movie. Uh -huh. uh, it wasn't critters playing this time; it was slime creatures from the planet Zerp. But that's right. I just thought that was. No, that was, uh, it's that was it's, nice it's just a fun connection. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, you know something I failed to mention about my episode. Uh, going back to do it uh, when Leo frees the other three turtles, he throws a size, and I thought mm -hmm. that was a nice like little thing because in the original comics they actually trained with all the weapons because they were ninjas yep it was something that was never explained ever in the show or in any other media that they can use other their other weapons and tonfas for people who hate rise but, hey, hey that was also tonfas was also in uh next mutation as well exactly so uh the splinter uh, there, there's a lot of fourth wall breaks too which are kind of funny like april has one right in Splinter Vanishes, um, yes, Mr. Big in Raph Drives Him Wild. Uh huh. Funny stuff there. But yeah, overall, like I didn't really get a whole lot of references in all three yeah. of these episodes. Like we we've already discussed Ted Lee Winks on the podcast before. That ended up being a a player in the Donatello Nebula. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Donatello Nebula had like Tiddly Winks again, and I know when we <laughs> talked about it, we're like, because Tiddly Winks was. That, that was, I felt like that was like something that the writers like 
they're like, hey, what do kids like these days? They're like tiddlywinks. But in the 90s, no, we didn't. Nope. <laughs> like, Maybe they just mistook pogs for tiddlywinks. Like, yeah, that's like, the, oh, yeah, I saw the kids playing with those discs. They must be but playing that, tiddlywinks. That was, that's, it, no, was that's the thing pogs. is like you could not get them confused. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, this episode aired before Pogs was a thing. That's uh, true. But Pogs, Pogs is like, just like a couple years after this one, like ninety three. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't know. I wasn't alive. My bad. <laughs> no, like <laughs> actually, because uh, uh, I can't remember the episode with the uh, the Tiddlywinks uh, uh, Grand Champions on TV, uh, but like. Uh, we like you know on our show we did talked about it and, i mean I, we went on this wild tangent about pogs mm. i had to teach anna about pogs because oh, she didn't man. even know what pogs were oh uh, like because you know she wasn't around when that was a thing uh, but, like, but like it yeah like I, I just really because like you know obviously the writers are like you know middle-aged people and like it is like i felt like it was just one of those instances of like oh this is what kids like you know, like you know when like your parents like uh, like oh yeah kids still like this and we're like no that was not a thing that's no no we've like that is not available now we, we haven't played that for a while it's kind of like when you see like a three stooges reference you yeah know, and things like that it's like guys no one no one watches the three stooges anymore yeah, yeah, like, no one, like, like it's yeah. funny it's funny like i've seen reruns of it it's, it is a funny right. show give them credit where credit's due right 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 but right, not a lot right, of people exactly. don't understand it anymore we, we don't like you know we don't have television networks that air three stooges like every morning for like five hours a day anymore yeah like you know that was a thing back then but it's not a thing now it's like even like tom and jerry has like been like kind of phased off of like u.s televisions it will never mm. be phased off of international television i can tell you that right now oh yeah it's a classic and it's one of those things that like it can even go across countries and everything because the characters speak body language like they, they never actually say right. any words right anyway. yeah so which last makes time it really go, easy yeah to, for it to translate well into other countries yeah uh last time i went to uh my uh my home country iran and i saw my family uh -huh. uh, they kept asking me um because like uh, I, I brought like a bunch of like american cartoons for them to watch and everything because they, they get really interested in that and then they kept asking me he's like do you have tom and jerry do you have tom and jerry i'm like no i don't have tom and jerry tom and jerry's like i'm like tom and jerry's 50 years old like it's like I, we don't have we don't air that in america anymore and like they're just shocked because like everywhere they love tom and jerry tom and jerry is like their big thing and like i was like no we we like no america has like stopped airing that like even like our like uh our oldies channel like boomerang doesn't like doesn't air it anymore yeah huh yeah now the now the boomerang airs you know 90s cartoons it just really hurts yeah i, I, I know i know it, it, it puts me in the feels i'm like wait a minute no i'm not this old guys come on everyone was talking I was about it today younger. at work how uh because mm -hmm. we play uh we listen to k-earth at work uh -huh. k-earth is the local oldie station out here yeah um and I was like, I remember when K-Earth used to play songs from the 50s and 60s. Now it plays songs from when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said that and crumbled into dust. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Our, our oldies thing hasn't gone back that far yet. Our oldies is like hitting like hitting like the 70s, I think. Uh -huh. 
but it hasn't quite gone to like the 80s and 90s yet i i don't listen to all these uh stations because like i i since i'm a son of immigrants i have like no attachment to anything that was made before i was bo- born because like my parents don't know what that is uh-huh. so so like i never like i never got into like oldies or like uh older uh movies or anything like that that's mm-hmm. like you know I, I i i tell people like that's why i'm not into star wars like you know that's because like you I'm know it's star wars star Wars, like you know star wars is, it's just a dumb kids movie like it's, when, yeah, when, it's when, not like, that great yeah as a recovering kidding? as a recovering star wars podcaster i can definitively say <laughs> oh, uh, it's not good Star Wars is amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. I fell in love with the Phantom Menace when I was like eight years old. That was my first Star Wars movie. Mine yeah, wasn't old- even nostalgia from parents like passing it on to me. The older I, I just get, happened the more, to see the Phantom Menace. The older I get, the more I like the Phantom Menace. Um, you know what? I, 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 you know why the Phantom Menace is like great? It's because it's Liam Neeson. Yeah, <laughs> Liam yeah. Neeson's in it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is amazing. Oh, it's that's a, why. it's a fun movie, and that's the thing is like there's a difference between a fun movie and a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I tell people all the time, like there's only one good turtles movie. The rest are fun. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree. Actually, uh, just because like, uh, someone brought it up at a Dragon con, uh, like th- they asked me like how I felt about, he called it the movies from the teens. I never heard that decade called that before. Just to let you know, that was like, and- uh, maybe, yeah, I guess. Totally. I, 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 I guess you could maybe call them like the Platinum Dunes movies, you know, because I don't know. There's people that want to call Pla- Michael Bay. Yeah, I call them Platinum Dunes. Yeah. Or I call them Platinum Dune. A lot of people 2014, call them 2016. Bay. Yeah. I mean, this. Uh, this I try new- not to say the Michael Bay movies, even though yeah. that's what everybody calls them. I know. Mm-hmm. I try not to say it either. This new movie is going to be called the Seth Rogen movie, like no matter what. Even yeah, though. Yeah, like we're trying to like get that out of the way. Like just call it yeah. Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, just right. call it Mutant Mayhem. Call it the uh, uh, what, Point Break or point gray uh picture movie whatever um but yeah like they but i told them like i went and saw the michael bay movie of like i, I did it there for just for you mike uh but i, I just saw the, it. yeah i saw the 2014 movie like in theaters oh same like, three i took times. my parents yeah i took it i saw it like three times and i thought that guardians was a better movie but i had more fun watching the ninja Turtles movie yeah like, it's not like, like same did, like yeah everybody hates them and it's like cool like it's okay to hate them but they're yeah. fun movies they're fun movies the plot sucks i can say that right now yeah. like oh for sure like, like you know it's they're not it's a rich good. guy who wants to get more rich and by stealing a plot from spider-man i mean <laughs> yeah exactly like it like the plot doesn't make sense because like they just wanted to copy what was popular and it's like right spider-man right yeah. right right exactly it's- yeah, well, the other thing that they did is, like, they shoot, well, because so they were going to have Sax be Shredder until fanboys are upset, and so then they, like, put Shredder in there when well, I mean, he wasn't originally that's in there. The time, like, that's the one time that, like, rightfully so fanboys Yes, oh, for sure. Like, oh, for no, sure. I agree. You're race-swapping I'm, Shredder. I'm with you, 100%. With like, you, 100%. Eric Sachs is totally, like, a colonizer version of Orokusaki. Like, yeah, Eric Sachs, Orokusaki. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he he was meant to be the Shredder, and it's like that's why Shredder was like this character inserted that you don't even see his face, you know. Like it, it yeah. makes sense that people got upset about it, but also at the same time, from a storytelling and like plot standpoint, he was shoehorned in there and kind of made things even more messy and bad than they right, already right. were. 
Yes, 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 yes. He really did like make things uh, messy and bad. But yeah, and then you have a totally different person playing Shredder in the next one. Yeah. Which whatever I like, I like those but, movies. They're I mean, not, they're fun. Four Turtles were yeah, they're, they're fun. I thought the characters of the Four Turtles were like perfect. I mean, I I really like I really liked how they interacted with each other and like yeah. that's what I'd I got. say that I'd say that they interact with each other better than the original trilogy. I, you know, I kind of agree with you there. Like, you know, they, they, they do like, you know, and like, I just felt like they just like, they got more of their characteristics down better than the yeah. uh, original trilogy as well. And I mean, I've, I've always said this because like, you know, uh, Kevin Eastman, like, you know, he came in and, and approved um, that, that movie and everything. I'm sure all he did was like, he read the script he made sure like the, they didn't mess with the characters of the turtles and he just did not care for anything else. Like he didn't yeah. like, he was like, Oh, the, Oh yeah. Yeah. You do whatever you want with the, uh, with the plot. Oh, you got my turtles, right? Oh, I'm good. And then like, you know, that was it. Like, you know, and then he was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I've heard him say that they brought him in a panel that they brought him in to consult and he kind of said that uh, people wouldn't like the designs and that it probably wouldn't go over well. And then they just kind of ignored him on that end but <laughs> i could i could see i could see that i i, I yeah. could see like he say something like oh like and i could see they ignore him for that just because it's like oh they're not his design so like yeah he, like he doesn't know what they're talking about and i think the i think the difference with like that and with um sonic because they're both paramount yeah um because the same thing like everybody hated sonic the, the sonic design so they changed it i think the difference was is that like paramount wholly owns turtles so they can kind of just like afford to not care yeah but they don't own sonic it's a partnership with sega and like you don't want to hurt that relationship yeah Yeah. no i i kind of i kind of agree with you there uh and uh, to be honest maybe maybe the uh the design like like the design choices of like the turtles like may have been like the reason why like paramount was like okay let's not run into this ninja turtle problem anymore uh, only because the first movie sold really well it sold like yeah. better than what they expected to do but then the second movie uh unfortunately flopped so i think it's the top i think it's the top grossing turtles movie the the first one yes the second one the second one was not yeah no no the, the second one the second one it didn't bomb but it didn't make back its money it didn't yeah um, it did it didn't make but it didn't make it back its money i mean and like i'm just gonna say this thank god like they ended it like not with a um like oh here's number three coming like yeah uh, like, like it, it ends i mean it kind of ends on a cliffhanger because you don't know where because like crane goes back to dimension x like and he right and we don't shredder. know where shredder is but at the same time um, like it yeah. doesn't like it, it it's it's not like you know like you know freaking super mario brothers where like uh you know all of a sudden like april comes in with a machine gun and like <laughs> you know like we gotta go guys yeah <laughs> like you uh, know like yeah. at least it doesn't end like that it ends like in a like okay like you know we would like to know what all this happens but you know what the turtles they find their peace they they're now out of the shadows and they get uh, to like it, it, yeah hey i said the title well uh, you know <laughs> yeah I forgot what episodes we were talking about. What section are we in? We're, we're in second time around, but we <laughs> All can right, cool. segue on into anchovies now. <laughs> All right, yeah, I think I think we've segued enough. So yeah, anchovies, <laughs> the things we didn't like. 
No anchovies. You put anchovies on this thing and you're in big trouble, okay? I call Legend Law. This is kind of a general one for all three of these episodes. They were all kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're focused episodes. Yeah. They're just, they're, they're like literally, I really don't think they put like these focus episodes, like just they've always been weaker. Uh, they just don't put as much effort into it. You can definitely tell with like the Shredder and Krang stories, it's a lot more. And then this one is just like, I mean, just like like you know like hey what what's the plot and they just kind of like figure it out from there um i'm just i i just don't like that they just stopped like like here where they stopped like the um the actual like thing the the like oh the focus episodes come at the later half and there's all of a sudden like you know like you know we had a whole whole week of just two focus episodes and then Dontello starts with the focus episode like because like you know the airing schedule was so consistent uh before then i don't know when it breaks i don't know if it was last week that breaks or but like like i i just didn't like that the the airing schedule like kind of like broke the consistency Mm. yeah yeah one of my general complaints also for these episodes is that they're like getting really repetitive and like reusing a lot of jokes that we've like already heard before you know like the oh man why do those villains always hide in abandoned warehouses and it's it's to the point where it's like okay we get it the villains always hidden in abandoned warehouse but it was but i did like i did like april's version of the joke where she's like because i'm sick of it (laughs) yeah like that yeah that was a reused joke but april's like addition to it was hilarious yeah that was that was know. genuinely the only laugh out loud moment i had all three episodes. <laughs> uh, for me i was just kind of like oh man another one of those jokes but that's that's just me it didn't, it didn't really get for me and the other thing is like they also made another like fourth wall joke of like i'm not telling you guys i'm telling the viewers kind of thing and like yeah yeah it, it's one of those things where it's like you guys have used this joke before and you keep using yeah. it and it's, they keep it's worn it. out already <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it really got worn out uh splinter vanishes does that trope that anime does a lot i don't like i never liked it um and that is like where we see a scene and then all of a sudden like we see like um like you know like this like in particular i'm talking about is the explosion scene where uh like april comes in and she sees like the explosion and we all assume that donnie's gone and then we see donnie like three seconds later and then he basically goes and like tells us what exactly happened like Oh, uh, they're they're not, and like I I never liked that. I never liked having like the flashback scene like mm. immediately. Like it, it was like oh, you you killed that whole tension that you had. You could have just done it like right there or something. I, I like anime is notorious for doing this, and it always annoys me. Where it's like, oh oh no, how you're safe? Hold on, let me tell you. I'm like, well, you couldn't just you could just tell me the first time. You didn't have to like go back and like just make it like three minutes longer because you did this i mean fair enough i i like a good shock moment myself where you're like oh no did they do it you know suspense granted in a show like this you know he's gonna be just fine right (laughs) right right. Uh, like i i like shock moments i just don't like mm -hmm. it like it's resolved like immediately afterward immediately after like you know just like you know because on on the other side we had leonardo where he fall he fell and then we find out at the end his safe and that he grabbed onto the ledge yeah uh so like like 
I like that instance of a flashback scene. Okay. I just I just don't like it when it's immediate, like you know, because like it is like because it really was like you could just put that there, um, yeah. and like you know, you just really just just did it out of sequence. Like they could have like that. That's like my complaint. That makes sense to me. Yeah, that's a valid complaint. Valid, validated. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah. Other than that, yeah, I all three of these were pretty boring. I immediately forgot Beyond the Donatello Nebula as soon as I was done watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what you don't want NECA to make a algae action figure? Are you telling me that? If I get an like NECA figure, will. If I get an it? algae figure before I get a hokum hair, <laughs> I'm gonna go to New Jersey and I'm gonna talk to Randy. <laughs> You know, also, um, I did Very not care seriously. for the design of like the enemy from uh, Dante Nebula. I can't remember what, what his name was, Grelch, Grelch or something like. Yeah, mm-hmm. like because it was like, are you supposed to be a, are you supposed to be a racial character character drawing or are you yeah mutant like, are you like what are you like yeah you like know? he's his design is like very different from like the normal fat mobsters they usually have and yeah. you're right like it kind of gets into like a weird caricature territory yeah um he's like a like a racist caricature mixed with dracula <laughs> right, yeah, like, right 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 right, right. it's, it's yeah because he has like the pointy we, ears like i mean at this point like just say he's a mutant or something i don't know like yeah and and we've and we've talked about it before, like on the show where they kind of skirt a lot of racial stereotypes and like there's a lot of uncomfortable stuff in here. And I yeah. I don't want to think that they animated it to be a kind of caricature, but it's really it's there's really, something there. It's really something there. It no no no. I I definitely agree with you. It looks and, weird. Yeah, it looks weird. I, I I did not like his design, and especially like you know we have other humans in the show. So like, it's not like, you know, other humans like look anything yeah. like this. It was just, I don't know. It, it was a weird, it was a weird design. And I have no idea how, um, how windows can like carry like television networks and how a how a commercial can air in front of a alien invasion movie. That was kind of weird too. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually like news doesn't get preempted for a commercial. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Exactly. Uh, usually that doesn't happen, but yeah, uh, yeah. Back to uh, because we never we never covered uh, Raphael drives him wild. Oh yeah, I, I do have the other complaint of once again another repeat trope. One too many. It's another brain swap episode. Like, yeah, there's been a lot so far. You know, most yes. most shows like it is a common trope in all cartoons, and most of them just have one episode that does this. The eighty-seven series has. I Multiple. think like four or five now. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it, it, it's something that actually um, our latest episode, uh, we actually go on and on. We go into this uh, discussion of uh, like our, our, uh, that we're seeing a lot of like reused plots. And so, so yeah, uh, we don't know if it's because uh, there's, uh, because this season had like 40 episodes and the previous season had 47 episodes and that like they came in and grabbed like a lot a lot of writers and there was like no overlap or anything like that uh, um like where they checked on like to see if they'd done this kind of plot before 
Um, no, no, like continuity management. Yeah, no, no, yeah. There, there, no the Lucasfilm story have. group is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no, there's definitely no story continuity. I just think they just, we just think they got a lot of reused plots in just because someone was writing something while another person was writing some something else. Like, um, mm-hmm. well, and, and, yeah, and it's like we've talked about it on um, a previous episode where one of the writers literally just copied his script from Transformers. Uh huh. Um, David Weiss. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was David Wise. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like there's just there's no continuity checks for anything. Right. So, um, kind of leads me into my point. Like the turtles again in Splinter vanishes. Do the people of New York know about the turtles and are they okay with the turtles? Because they all get regular people facing jobs with no disguises. Yeah. Right. Like Michelangelo is on cable TV. Also, back to that. Why? So, like, they split up and now they need jobs. Like, how are they making money before? Did they have like a you know GoFundMe didn't exist to fund the Ninja Turtles? Like, <laughs> yeah. what were they doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, why? Did, uh, you why know, did now they need. Well, they were living off of Splinter's checks. That's what yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. Anna has retired his pension that, for the flesh. Yeah, exactly. Anna had a theory that like the Splinter goes and like he goes and steals food, and then that's how he and he that's how he gives it to the turtles and everything, and that's how like they they have like all this stuff, and also. You know, oh, I can't remember which episode of the three, because uh, they're all right now all blurring together to me. Um, but one of them, uh, like, you know, they had the payphone on the wall. Uh, and uh, like, you know, I know this was also in the movie. I'm just, I'm just curious, like, if they make a phone call, do they have to pay? If, do they have to put a quarter in the payphone or can they just actually use it? And like, also, well, they probably they probably like broke it so that the quarter like spits out. Right. I, I guess so, but also at the same time, like, you know, shouldn't like, shouldn't like the city be like worried, like where this payphone is? Like, like, cause well, you know, I always like, thought like payphones that, were that's like a vending city machines. property. Was it? I always thought like, no, I always thought like payphones were like vending machines. I like, mean, you pay, for, you pay for one to be in an area. Right. And then you just collect the rent. Right. Right. But like, you know, this one is missing. So the like you know the, the whoever like is owning the payphone is going to be like oh well, hey that's, that's the thing the turtles probably registered it under themselves you, you think that you think the turtles li, li, uh, registered this payphone to be in the sewer and just so just for the person to come in to collect the quarters well, to no, find out where collect, the layer is collect the quarters yeah so they come into the layer to collect the quarters I mean the turtles the turtles collect the quarters the turtles collect the quarters yeah it's the turtles payphone. And that they registered with the city and with the phone company. <laughs> and so they just make the money. They just rigged it so that it spits out quarters and they just connect they just, to oh, okay. the phone line. Okay. 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 Maybe. maybe. Uh, I was going to say for your, for your Ana theory, um, we've seen the turtles go grocery shopping before. In, we have, we have seen uh, them go grocery second shopping. Second season. The Return of Shredder. Yes. yes. And, hey, and they do, they do have money because like, uh, Mikey gives April money in uh one oh yeah that one episode yeah 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 so and like, he was like oh I left it in my other shell and he's like so like we know the turtles have money and it's and but like Leonardo specifically says like he's teaching his aerobics class to you know he it, it pays him in pizza like he still gets pizza out of it yeah. and it's like okay <laughs> where are they getting their money <laughs> yeah like where are they getting money and then it's like where why did the they turtles? have to 
like the only one who gets like a real job that kind of suits them. I mean, granted, they all kind of get jobs that suit them. Like, uh-huh. but it's just so weird that like they don't put on any disguises and then like Michelangelo is on TV. And then also this is like his third show, they say. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was his third show. Um, no, it, it, it which means in like the couple days at most that they <laughs> that they left the lair. Uh, Michelangelo has had three canceled TV shows. Right, right. Because like, it, it the, the turtles are so weird. Because like, it is like so everyone knows who the turtles are, but like, it is sometimes they have to hide it and, and they have to wear the disguises. And like, Mikey in, has to look like uh, uh, Scruff McGruff instead of uh, like you know human because he pulled the wrong mask. Yeah. Uh, but like. But then, like, the, like you know, this one where he's just like, "Oh, hey, I'm a Ninja Turtle. I'm making pizza. Here's jelly bean sausage pizza." And you're like, "You, nope, you gross the people out. You're fired." Like it is like, it is like weird and so inconsistent of like, yeah, knowing which which one like when oh, they can. That's all I want is just I just want consistency. Right. And like, is that too much to ask? Is that too much to just, ask? Just, Fred just Wolf. a sliver of continuity, you know. Yeah. Just, just, just at least oh, make well, it a little bit. They harder. had toys to sell. That's <laughs> hey, what it was. Yeah, hey, hey. I'm almost certain that that's why there isn't like. So that's my other complaint in general as well is that like I really wish these series tried to create better villains. Like, yeah, you know, like I feel like they didn't want they had to put Shredder and Krang in so many episodes and like in a lot of episodes because they had action figures. You know, right. they didn't have all these characters they could create to make more action figures of. And so, yeah, they're just going to create one-off characters they can just get rid of because they can't, they're not making action figures of these characters. You know, they just needed a villain and there's right. no point in repeating it if if you're never going to But that's what's kind of weird too, is that like... Um, Pinky McFingers, he got repeated like four times. He never got an action figure. That's what's kind of <laughs> weird is that like they... Um, like Transformers would write off characters that didn't have toys. Like that was the whole point of the Transformers movie was to kill off a bunch of characters so that right. the new toys could come in. Mm-hmm. And it's like Turtles never really had that. Mm-hmm. Like the toys never really came out at the same time the character would appear. No, <laughs> no, no. But you could definitely tell like, you can definitely tell like by like next season is like when like playmates was like yo you have to make this episode for this character and yeah. like it looks so much like the toy like well yeah like i think once you get into like the mondo gecko era yeah like yeah exactly things start really kind of becoming like, like like that's like when they're like oh no 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 you're making this like we yeah. gotta sell these things no one's buying a, a stuck come on <laughs> like he's, he's only on the tv briefly for a second buddy stuck <laughs> I know you body stuck. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean that like you could tell, you could definitely tell mm-hmm. like in the later seasons that's like like they're putting their foot down. They're like, oh no, we gotta we gotta do this, we gotta do the stuff like for these yeah. characters. All right. Well, I think that is enough anchovies on this pizza. Let's mm-hmm. talk about what we liked about these episodes. Oh, I love being a turtle. So I do like the turtles like splitting up and creating their own lives, like kind of thing. Like I, yeah, sad that the turtles split up. Yes, but it is one of those things. that's like a part of growing up, and is one of those like I guess like coming of age things in your life is when you kind of break off and kind of go out on your own into the world. 
And the so episode it, itself isn't bad, actually. Yeah. Like, this is that's the strongest one of the three. To yeah. be honest, Splinter Vanishes, Splinter Vanishes is actually the strongest of the three. And I will say, like, this actually makes a good season finale, even yeah. though it wasn't aired as a season finale, just because it really was like, oh, if we had to end the show, and if this was like the last turtles like hurrah like well, at least we can see a bl- glimpse of like okay what would they be doing when yeah. they're not ninjing anymore um and now and like i got a lot of uh team and t vibes mm-hmm. like the 2007 cgi movie like yeah. when like yeah uh like you know especially like Raphael like doing the kids par- party i'm like oh it's cowbunga carl um and mm-hmm. I I did like that. Uh seeing Leatherhead and Racking like together again, and especially like this was a focus episode. Like we actually got like mainline villains and not, you know, random scientists or peeking me fingers, like you know, like at least like we got like we got like you know, like mainline villains there. Um so I, I did like I did like that about Splinter Vanishes. It was kind of interesting too because like Rat King and Leatherhead were enemies like they, yeah. they didn't like each other in leatherhead meets rat king right and now they're like roommates yeah yeah they're, they're just roommates they're like hey, hey what's going on i guarantee yep yeah they're, they're just like the two villains that have a few more screws loose than shredder and krang and so they kind of end up hanging out together right, i think this was but... finally the episode that made me kind of annoyed that i don't have a leatherhead figure you know you could get one right now uh, I already have that one pre-ordered. Uh, like no, the 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 Playmates one or like the oh no the Fury Toys one. Okay, I'm just saying you can the, also the not Leatherhead, the not Leatherhead, the the Killer Croc or whatever. yeah the Killer Croc the Crocker figure. Crocker, there you go. Yeah, the other thing that I like about this one is that uh, like I, I like that Splinter has like had his ear to the ground and he's been like keeping tabs on these guys the whole time. Yeah. You know, and so then he has like this plan he puts in effect to draw them out and, you know, has a lesson to teach them as well. But yeah, I, I do like that he has this plan to draw them out, that he's been paying attention, monitoring these other villains on the side. Uh, for some reason, it just made the episode hit different. I enjoyed it for that yeah, reason. Yeah, like it wasn't bad. Yeah. No, no, no. No, it wasn't bad. Like, you know, no, no, I, I agree with you. For like a non Shredder and Krang episode, like for the season, uh, like I said, I think I think this makes a good season finale, and I I wish they aired this as a season finale. Yeah, I agree with you there. That mm. that that would probably have made this like a little bit better. Uh, Raphael drives him wild. Eh. I I really tried. I, I really tried to find like one like thing I, I liked about it. <laughs> I I mean, uh, I will say something. I did like the scene where the the cabbie figured out like he realized he could do like uh, ninjutsu moves and he oh, was actually that was like funny. yeah and he was actually like you know like trying to do like the karate yells and he was like failing at that he was like like you know like the like that and then like i don't know anything anything Raphael as the cabbie like doing was just funny it was it, like I, th- I thought it was drawn really funny and everything i mean it's even just, though the cabbie looks like grew from it's just it's just yeah he does look like grew with hair yeah. Uh, it, it's just funny because it's like it's Peter Renaday, but like doing the Peter Renaday voice that he always does right. for every character that isn't Splinter. Right. Um, that was just funny to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my thing for the next one for Donatello, uh, 
Donatello's Nebula. I can't even remember the name of this. Beyond the Donatello Nebula. Beyond the Donatello Nebula. My thing for this episode is that uh, it feels different despite using a lot of the show's tropes. Yeah. Like like April gets kidnapped. Uh, You know, like that's a huge trope. There's, you know, them helping an alien that's crash landed. Heck, in the previous episode, you had the thing is going to blow up and destroy half the city you know this one the ship is going to blow up and destroy the world you know we got to stop the device from doing this thing yeah um it uses a lot of the tropes but it still feels kind of different you know which helps engage me a little bit more yeah uh, exactly yeah i'm I'm with you there yeah uh i actually i i liked uh the voice um the voice actor i can't remember his name right now it's like greg something um Uh, greg Berger. greg Berger. thank you uh i liked I liked uh, his I liked his voice for like the voice actor for uh Algae. Like I thought I, I just liked like at first like when he talked, it was like, oh hey, it's like that, like I'm gonna take over your world kind of alien speak. And then like, you know, when he was like, Oh, I'm sorry, I put the uh translator and he was like speaking like yeah, it was like, like Zibzorp Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I did like his like dialect like uh Greg Berger was using for yeah for um uh for algae i thought that was a i thought that was like a nice little um like touch yeah i am with you there um but that's kind of it that's yeah, everything yeah. i got for these three episodes yeah that, that, that that's kind of it I, I i'll be honest like, uh, yeah, we, we, Nebula we, we, was the weakest we, one for me yeah we're even kind of stretching that so um yeah uh oh god we're almost at the end of the season we yeah, we only have one more episode left to cover of this season, and then we're oh, through man. season four, the Finally. other mammoth season. Finally, yeah. home stretch, man. I can feel it. We're almost there. Catching a catching my fourth wind here. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, we should jump into the segment that Jason and I normally do on his show, That's the right. news. This is April O'Neil of Channel Six. All right, you know we gotta play play the. Da, 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 da. I can't. Yeah, that's Keith's thing. So. That is Keith's <laughs> okay. thing. I promised I wouldn't do it anymore. So, uh, all right. So first up in the news, uh, this week we got the news out of a consumer show that wasn't really open to the public, but it was announced by consumer products of Paramount that they are working on a brand new triple a teenage mutant ninja turtles game and you know since they've announced it and it's like only a year for release it's yeah so it's due in 2023 yeah is less than a year away right so it's given me hope because you know what you know what kind of triple a game you can develop in a year what's that a 2d fighter Give me my 2D Ninja Turtles fighter. <laughs> That's, I don't think I don't think I don't think 2D fighter qualifies as a triple A title anymore. Uh, this I don't know. Is, I, this is Mortal, in 1995. Mortal Kombat, though. Like Mortal Kombat <laughs> is considered a triple That's A. Not a but, That's not a 2D fighter, though. Yeah, it is. It's a no. 2D fighter. Yeah. It's a 2D point. It's a it's a two it's a 2.5D fighter. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. Sure. You don't rotate around each other in circles. I freaking hate those, the 3D fighters. I, I don't like yeah. those. I love a good 2D fighter, though. Uh, so uh, I, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, I think something I'm so sick of hearing. Um, I hate whenever I hear people 
I want a Ninja Turtle game like Arkham City yep. or like you know, so like, like Arkham. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I, sick of that. I'm like, okay. so sick of that. I agree with them, but it is something that people say too many times. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think people say it because like it's one of those things that they've heard so many times that it just right. seems like a good idea. And it really like if you think about it, it's kind of not. It's an awful god awful idea um and i'm just saying my 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 thing is that for me ninja turtles plays best as a multiplayer game um and like because uh our like you last want, you want all four turtles there yeah you want all four turtles like i don't and like if you have like even if you try to make uh an arkham game whatever like multiplayer you, all you're doing is just making it like oh you have to go through these puzzle rooms kind of thing well they've got yeah, like arkham, they've got like arkham knights out right now though and that one got uh, gotham knights gotham knights yeah and it's not out yet but like well, it's coming any, out it's it's coming out but that is the one that like i would say is the best candidate to be a ninja turtles game in fact one of the developers i think it was at gamescom last week was talking about the game mm-hmm. and it's it's drop in drop out for co-op and uh you can if you're like if spencer and i are playing and i'm at a different point in the game uh then like he is i'll kind of sync to his level if i join his game and then it'll ask me if i like want to watch it if i want to watch um like the same cutscene or something see now that's pretty cool but that's but you know what? That's not an Arkham game because that's not made by Rocksteady. That's exactly not, like, you know, like that's not yeah. really an Arkham game. That's so not like, an Arkham that's, game. That's but that's the best but template. For, that's, like it's Arkham. It's Arkham style because right. it's like it's that Arkham gameplay. But it's and, and the open city. But yeah, like it's not that. Like it's, for me it's, personally, and I've been saying this, like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance game I would with love. the turtles. I would love that's the money right there. Yeah. I would love a Marvel Ultimate Alliance game with with the Turtles. And we had a we had something like that with Ninja Turtles 3 Mutant Melee for the uh GameCube PS2 in the 2003 era. Uh like, you know, it wasn't polished as uh as like the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, but uh but it, I still liked it. Um I I still think the second one is the best from the 2000 three uh games but like we can definitely make it work yeah and like like that would because because then like you can do it marvel ultimate alliance style and have a bunch of different characters in it yeah yeah Um, and have and build your own team like you can have the team of the four brothers or you can have you know two turtles and april and casey Casey. yeah april casey splinter Uh, i mean of course like you know like yeah and then um, that's the other thing too speaking of like before we name off more characters we don't know what universe this is set in um please be like, a new one but the new I, I, I wanted to i wanted to be <laughs> its own because let's not forget the most important thing that's coming with this announcement is that we're getting brand new action figures from playmates based off this video game yeah, so really it has to be yes huh. yes that's what wow. i'm more um, that's what i'm the most excited about it yeah so i'm because, really excited for that too yeah, because um, like you know what, new playmates, uh, uh, toys. I, I mean, like I'm still like kind of, I'm still kind of bummed. Like we still don't have like them regularly on the shelves uh, right now, uh, just because 
as much as like I like NECA and Super 7, I also want like the consistency of like what Playmates has been given us. Yeah, like, like it's it, well, I mean, it, it's sad because like turtles have been a fixture on toy shelves pretty consistently since 2003. Right. And just like they just haven't been anymore. Right. Like when you go in the toy style, toy store, uh, toy aisle toy store. at the toy store, um, they're just not there anymore. And granted, like things have changed. Like we don't have Toys R Us anymore. So like, you know, Playmates got to do what Playmates got to do. And if there's no turtles media right now, um, you know, they've really got nothing to kind of anchor it to, uh-huh. um, which brings me to my next thing. Um, like 2023, like that's when Mutant Mayhem comes out. So part of me thinks that this may be tied to that. No, it's uh, not. I can tell you this right now. It's not. You can this definitively, is, you can tell me that? Definitively, I can tell you it's not. Because right. this is a, because this is a, a, a triple uh, A title game. Um, so they like they can't they can't like actually they can make it like make they can maybe make it like a like maybe a prequel uh to the movie or or something like that but this is not going to be a movie tie-in game uh just because i mean the thing is like since this is a triple a title game uh they've already they've more than likely already started working on it and that there's like you know if they have to like tie it with the movie like even if they wanted to make it like a prequel of a movie or a separate story from the movie um they'd still have to get with the movie writers and the movie directors and the concept artists and know what the actual design is and we like you know those the movie they they don't we won't know what those designs are until like probably february or march of 2023 and that's when the that's when the video game makers will get those designs designs as yeah. well well and yeah like so, we don't know we don't know how long this game has been in production so right right kinda... we don't know how long it's been in production so there's like i mean there like if it's a truly triple a tri- title there's no way that there's going to be it is going to be has anything to do with the movie it's going to be right. its own you make um, you make a good case jason however I appreciate it there is pessimist me that is thinking that they're probably going to try and base it off the 87 series though. If playmates is trying to sell toys off of it and make a toy line based on this game, I think they're going to the 87 series. Like they, they've been selling toys to adults for ever yeah. since, especially since rise has been, rise has been canceled. Uh, their, their target audience isn't kids anymore. I think it's all going back to 87, but That's, I could be wrong. I mean, I, I hope you, I hope you are. I hope, I hope I you're too. wrong, but uh, I hope you're wrong, but I can see it that way too. I mean, yeah. I mean, l- l- let's be honest. Our last, our last, like you know, big console game uh, for Ninja Turtles was uh, Mutants of Manhattan, which I love that game. And I like, like you know, they based it off the IDW comics, but they kept it its own like kind of universe kind of thing. They just had the the designs of it, but yeah, and Tom just- Waltz wrote it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And Tom Watts also wrote it as well. Uh, it just didn't sell that well. But then, like, you had like Shredder's Revenge that broke a million, and that's like you know based off the uh, original cartoon. So, yeah. like, this is like you know we're like you know uh, Viacom is going to be like, oh hey, that's what gamers want. Yeah. And I, I've said it before, like you know if you really want you know more mature, dark and gritty turtles content put your money where your mouth is and buy the content that they are putting out to cater yeah. to you. 
Yeah. Like, show them that you want that by buying IDW comics, by buying yeah. The Last Ronin. Yes. Or, so or by actually, like, you know, if you if you have it available in your country, pay for a subscription and watch, you know, the 2003 series or whatever it is that, that you feel like hits that yeah. pain. You know, oh, yeah. quit, like quit watch, sharing the link watch to the YouTube videos. Yeah, like yeah, watch watching it on, there. on YouTube. Like that's the kind of stuff that they track. Like and, well, not, not on YouTube. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they're not going to track it on YouTube. You need right. to do it, like put your money where your mouth is and officially support the content you want. Yeah, that, yeah. that's obviously what I told a lot of people with, uh, with Rise is because, uh, I mean, I kept hearing so many times like oh uh we need to support like you know it's like no like with rise you had to like support it like when it was out and like especially with the show people were like oh the only way i could watch it was like you know they were like sharing the links of the sh- of the episodes and everything i'm like well that's yeah. not that's not supporting it they're like you know you're not doing that i mean i what i did was uh i'll be honest like what i did at, at my walmart i wanted like wave like the shredder wave like the one with the uh, the, the shredder action figure for that um, and my walmart had just a bunch of the like older wave uh rise turtles and mm-hmm. i was like you know what the only way i can get them to get more rise turtles was for me to buy them because uh, like if they clear out, they're not going to do it so i went and i bought them all yeah, and then good. you good know man. uh yeah uh two months later they finally got the uh the shredder wave and i got like you know i was able to get like most of the ones I'm missing, I had to eBay the rest of it, unfortunately. But like, uh, like Hypno, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I still need, I still need that shredder. Um, but yeah, uh, so we don't know anything about this game, uh, yet. Hopefully, we find out some more information, um, uh, by the end of the year. I think there's, I don't think there's any more video game cons. Like Gamescom just happened, maybe at the Game Awards later this year. Um, maybe but like could, that's still kind of early it seems that, that, to be honest i think that's kind of early i uh to be honest i think the first thing we're gonna see about it is maybe a february like nintendo direct or sony play of state or whatever they have I don't, and, and that's I don't, another thing too is like they're most like like whatever this is is most likely going to come out on nintendo switch yeah as well so like triple a title but like don't think it's going to be like gorgeous graphics gorgeous graphics or anything like right like the graphics will probably look good but it's not going to be you know horizon you know forbidden west or something Uh, to be honest i i would be i would be shocked if it if they actually made this for playstation 5 or xbox i could see it doing i could see them doing that but i could see it being like just an upscaled version of I can see it uh, uh, like because I can see this as PS4, but upscaled like for yeah. when it goes on PS5. That's what I'm like, like, yeah, like yeah. You, it's a PS5 disc, but it's really just the PS4 version. Right, right, exactly. I can, I can definitely see that. I can see it like, but I can see this released for the PlayStation 4, and then it's like you buy the PlayStation 4. Oh, you you get the free upgrade to PlayStation 5, and well, now they're stopping good. the free upgrades. Remember. I did not know that because yeah. I don't follow video games. It's like a ten dollar, ten dollar upgrade now or something. As a ten dollar, I think it's for now? yeah, I think it's for just Sony titles though. So. Oh okay. Oh no, I didn't know that. Well, hopefully, yeah, whenever, I, whenever I, hopefully whenever I get my PlayStation Five, I don't have to upgrade any of my games because I think they already like you know like Spider Man, Miles Morales, or 
Avengers or yeah, like those ones I think already have it worked in, but like God okay. of War, um, is like gonna be like ten dollars more. Oh, I didn't even know God uh, of War is coming to PlayStation Four. I thought it was just gold. it might not. I, I don't remember. I don't. Okay. I don't play those games. So, uh, anyway, so that is that. Uh, Jason, what was the next item that we were going to talk about? Uh, we are going to be talking about the New York Comic Con Funko Pop exclusive of Morphed Michelangelo and Morphed Raphael. Yeah. So this is. Uh, so if you saw the ones for Comic Con for San Diego Comic Con, uh, that was Morphed Mikey and or sorry Morphed Leo Morphed and Morphed Leo Donnie. And uh, now they are coming out with the other two. Uh, right. Also to go with that shredder that kind of yeah that, that shredder from right yeah the shredder that was a Funko Con Fun Con exclusive, and then these are going to be like just New York Comic Con um, exclusives. I I don't know. If, I don't I don't know if this is like a case of uh they they can't put it on store shelves because um playmates and Hasbro can't play well together like just like the the, action, the other action figures or if, like or if they have a plan of like putting them a non-exclusive version out in the future to, without the uh with the helmet heads instead Yeah, I got to think that like the helmeted versions are going to be like the standard ones that's what I would think too. I, I would think I, I I can see the helmet ones be the standard ones, and I can also see it like be individual releases. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So we'll have pictures of those on our socials later. Um, That's right. Uh. You may have saw on our socials that I posted all of the photos I took of the first Street Fighter Cross versus Ninja Turtles uh, figure set. So I. I uh, posted a bunch of pictures of Michelangelo versus Chun Li. Uh, apparently, awesome. I was the first one to do that. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, which was really cool. Um, and Toy News International even picked up my photos, so that was really nice. Oh, cool! That's awesome. So definitely go check that out. Um, and then, kind of last minute, because he premiered his video while we were recording, but Ethan over at Speaky Geeky was doing a special premiere interview with uh, Mondo from Super 7 mm-hmm. and kind of going over some upcoming stuff and teases. Ethan likes to break up his interviews uh, and kind of spread it over a couple of videos with a bunch of different cool reveals. So, I asked him for like a Cliff Notes version real quick, like what he could tell me <laughs> uh, without entirely spoiling everything. So thankfully he let me know um, that uh, they talked, they had their first in-hand look at the new Samurai Leo and, and Disguise Raph, uh, Big Bad Toy Store exclusive figure. Right. Um, the Disguise Leo set, that wave, I forget, uh, wave five is yeah. actually going to be, is shipping very soon. I got, yeah. I, I got my, my shipping notice of it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I got Krang for that one um so just kind of a bunch of updates some teases for new york comic-con he didn't specify but he did kind of tease of future waves of like some of the other variant lines like maybe the universal monster turtles uh which That'd be are awesome which i'm really hoping are, for that yeah which are very different than the ones that NECA's doing right um, and hopefully they will glow in the dark if they can make them glow in the dark yeah because uh, uh, Super Seven has an awesome glow in the dark like application on their uh, figures. They I'd... hopefully hopefully it's not an exclusive because that's usually what they save their glow in the darks for. Oh, I can I can see that too. Uh, or what they mentioned was possibly the Warriors of the Forgotten Sewer 
uh, line. And that oh. one would be really cool. That would actually be really cool. I've always wanted those figures. Um, I've especially always now wanted that I'm into like D&D. Like that's such a cool thing. Right. No, that, that would actually be awesome because I never had that as a kid. Because I, I know with the turtle variants, I kind of like, after a while, I was like, oh, there's only so many versions I can of the turtles I can want. And now, now I was like, I want all the variants of the turtles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, so Ethan uh, put out the first video tonight as we record this. Um, he kind of said he has more interviews coming. He wouldn't give me the cliff notes on those. Uh, so definitely check out Speaky Geeky. Um, over on YouTube and he'll post it everywhere. He's really good about that. Um, so if you're in the turtle subreddit, TMNT, RTMNT on Reddit. Yeah, they, um, definitely. You'll, you'll see these videos are really good. We'll, we'll probably link it too. Yeah. Actually, we are going to link it because I told him I would. <laughs> for giving me these notes. <laughs> Do it. Um, but yeah, that is everything that I've got for news this week. Jason, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Like, you know, it's, it's been an honor. I, uh, you know, just, uh, talking about an intro episode is not on my podcast. It's actually like kind of cool and, and a little strange. It's, it's, yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit of a different format than yours. Yeah. 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 And especially like, uh, we're going to get into these episodes probably like months from now because of, uh, the birth of, uh, our, my second child. So like, yeah, we're you, going to have to be taken right. You were ahead congratulations. Of us. Oh, yeah, thanks. Congratulations, I um, you were ahead of us and then we caught up and now we've lapped you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you've lapped me because I'll, don't forget, I went to the European season when you guys like totally skipped that and like, you know, <laughs> butchered the episode, the, the episode order. And like, you guys, you guys haven't even touched a uh, Hokum hair yet, which is like, I, I know I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for when we do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can do another three hours on Hokum hair, but because we're gonna have to do two episodes, both both episodes back to back. Because I only did the one Hokum Hair episode. That's right. You only did the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, yeah. do So that so that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but Spencer, what are we doing next time? Next time we're gonna be covering the final three episodes of season four. So that's thirty seven, thirty eight, and thirty nine. I already closed the tab, so I don't remember what those are. Sorry, Keith. I'm letting you down. Well, let me. Uh... <laughs> Well, while you do that, uh, Jason, tell everybody where they can find your socials in. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can definitely find uh, my personal socials at the Muzz if you want to just hear me uh, complain about stuff because that's uh, now what I do on my personal uh, thing now. Uh, but uh, if you want uh, to listen to the actual, like you know, like the, the ninja, the one I'm more active on now is uh, at Turtle Recall Pod on Twitter. Uh, I. Uh, Oh, I, I am on there. We'll post all of our, uh, we'll post some, you know, we post like the Dragon Con stuff. We post, uh, we also post like, you know, our episodes and some other, like, you know, when we're, whenever we find out news, we kind of post there uh, immediately. Uh, and then uh, we're also on YouTube at Moving Lackpost Studio, which you will hear Mike every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I was going to say that is where every Tuesday night, uh, Jason and I run through the Turtles news of the week. So this section that we just did, but in a longer discussion format. In a, in a longer discussion. And then with like, you know, with, with PowerPoint slides. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot more visual than, than yeah. the show is. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, if you want to follow the podcast, uh, just search for uh, Turtle Recall wherever you listen to podcasts you can uh, you know subscribe to us on spotify or 
uh, Apple Music, uh, whichever uh, whichever way you want to do it. Uh, just search for Total Recall, and if you if you find a band that's not us, I don't sing, um, but you know, uh, just make sure you you're in the podcast section for Total Recall. Yeah. Uh, so what were those episodes that we're covering next week? They are Big Bug Blunder. The foot soldiers are revolting and unidentified flying Leonardo. Hey, you guys will get to see Alpha One. Sounds like a lot of fun. That's right. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. Uh, if you like the episode, uh, like the show, let us know somewhere on the internet at Ninja Turtle PH or Ninja Turtle Power Hour on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, leave a review. Let us know what you think. And until uh, next time, we love you. All right. All right, guys. That's our show. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, cowabunga, dudes. Jason, you can say cowabunga since Keith isn't here. Cowabunga. And bye, gumbo. Discord for the um, for the rise thing mm-hmm. Colin and I did a couple weeks ago. And yeah, that worked beautifully. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, I know that like Think the Maker. I like listening to their podcasts a lot, and I know that they record theirs in Discord and part of their Patreon. Like, if you pay for it, lets you like sit in and just like listen to them as they're recording and like listen to the show kind of thing. I've yeah, never done that, it because I don't. I don't know. I'm cheap. That's but. a that's a perk <laughs> I want to get us to eventually. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Managing people Patreon. listen to you guys while while you're talking. Yeah, so they can listen to all of this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. we, what we do is like we usually record before we actually start um, yeah. as bonus content. Yeah, because we try to get all of our tangents out of the way. Um, sometimes we remember to hit record. Sometimes we don't. So <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other nice thing about it, about it would be that. Uh, Whenever we screw up, we have a live studio audience to call us out for it and we can fix it. Yeah. But exactly. <laughs> in the chat. Uh, so, you know, there's that benefit too. Yeah. Like that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. That, that would be fun. I I need to get our chat, like actually speaking that when we do our live show, Mike, because yeah. like, especially like that one where I like, I couldn't be hearing. I'm like, there was at least like it said like there was like three people watch i'm like can one person speak up just say hey hey by the way we can hear yeah (laughs) and it's like and i always have the chat open yeah um so i can read stuff and yeah like if nobody says church mice they're like like yeah like we'll have like occasionally like one or two people but then like it's just like like sometimes like i think our last one i swear it said like five or six and then like i was like you're just not gonna say anything you want at least pop yeah. in and say hi like yeah like i haven't even seen like the regular uh guy who's usually in there right right yeah i haven't seen i can't see or robert given those are two that have been there we used to have a guy he was named tombstone he was from australia he would just like talk constantly mm. and just fill that board and then like yeah i don't know mm. people are just like kind of like 
they're either silent or just i don't know the audience are weird oh well. yeah no i'm i'm sure it is it's a whole nother thing to navigate i mean i'm i'm still trying to figure out just like the ups and downs of like the podcast how suddenly like there won't be a lot of people to listen to like this episode or that one but then suddenly the next one like a whole ton of people listen and i'm just like this is the 87 series. Like, I, I don't think that there's a whole lot of difference between this episode or that one. Like, why did more people tune into this one than, than that I, one? Like, what special episodes did we apparently cover? <laughs> or, yeah, like, uh, so now I'm actually doing, I recently just started doing it on my own because I used to have someone um, upload the episodes and do all that uh, for me now uh, before, but now I'm doing it myself. And so I'm like seeing like the, like the audience and everything and like at first i was like kind of nervous to see you because like man i'm gonna be like so i was like oh wow we actually got people listening to the show yeah. and then like but yeah like uh the the last one episode uh we did which was for oh gosh I, i'm trying to um uh Dante makes time mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because it was like uh right before labor day or what but that one like not that many people listened but i was like but like some of them like like the freaking like uh uh my like funny uh, they shrunk michelangelo that one was is like for some reason like like hundreds of listens i'm like what what was special about this one this was like nothing yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's bizarre like i'm just and like i don't know just how we even reach audience people like what what entices people to like yeah not just like, yeah, follow like, the why, facebook but listen to the show like why <laughs> right. this episode right yeah. yeah yeah no 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 i i i understand that too and especially like when i'll i'll post like an episode on like i was like oh here's a new podcast and i'll maybe have like one or two likes on it and then like a few of them will come all of a sudden like then there'll be like a one where like everyone's like you know like 10 retweets i'm like what like it's just nothing just like not what's so special about this one and the last one yeah yeah yeah, it's interesting. I've been I've been messing around with TikTok and it's the same thing. I'm like, wow, why are more people latching? Like there's ones like Krang where I'm like, okay, this makes sense. But there's other ones like like my Sally Pride up like TikTok for whatever oh. reason kind of does numbers and makes rounds. And oh, I'm nice. like, you know, I'm just like, why why this one? Like I didn't know that Sally Pride was this big fan favorite. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, there's just like a lot of people like marching with like the picket signs, bring Sally into a series. Yeah. I mean, give her her own series. Yeah. Give her her own mini. Yeah, exactly. Where's, where's our Sally Pride? Yeah. So it's, it's all funny. You know, I, I, people are fickle, I guess. I don't know. The yeah. internet is fickle, whatever it is. Right, 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 right. Exactly um okay so i was telling uh i was saying before we started speaky geeky did another interview with um super seven this time oh Uh cool uh going over some of the new figures and then there's he teased an exclusive for new york comic-con uh uh teased possibly the universal monster tmnt like old figures can they actually uh, or 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 the warriors of the forgotten sewer figures can they do either of those uh i mean if they can that'll be that'll be amazing like warriors they can uh isn't that like uh i don't know why i keep thinking that's like a sensei uh um team up thing but i guess they can 
Um, but like I, Warriors of the Galaxy would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I mean, as much as I would love for them to do, I I one hundred percent love for them to do the Universal Monsters. I just don't think they can. Um, Playmates couldn't. (laughs) I mean, not Playmates. Uh, Neca couldn't. Like that's that's why they had to change all the turtles. Well, I mean, they couldn't do those ones. Right, they couldn't do the yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're doing them now. That's true. Like, like they're, yeah. they're so right, like, right, right, right. No, 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 no. They're they're doing their own thing. They just like that was like their caveat was like they couldn't do what uh, Playmates did. Well, right, do, but yeah. then like they couldn't do the exact versions that Playmates did. But then right. like you know, Super Seven can. But does I don't does Super Seven have the Universal license? Well, that's the thing. Like, like, if he's, like, if like he's teasing it, then I, guess I don't know. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, because that's the only reason why. Like, if they have the license, they might be able to do it because, like, you know, because Super Seven doesn't sell in stores. Right. But, um. It's just that, like, but they would have to get the license. I mean, I don't. I. But at the same time. I don't know if they just don't mention Universal Monsters, they could like you know the just film. like yeah like because at the same time like you know Werewolf Leo is just like you know he could just be a werewolf yeah there's nothing like on him that like has like that Universal like you know copyright on there or anything like that I don't know. I, it, it would be I, I want them to have mm-hmm. it I just don't know if, like it's just like something I I just don't want another usaki ojimbo uh thing where they like yeah we can do it and then like they have to come back it's like no we can't oh so they said they can't oh yeah oh oh you didn't know that no oh, yeah. i didn't heard that no one. uh i think it was like who like one of the one of the interviews like fush or somebody they're like oh yeah no we can't do uh usaki ojimbo we uh we thought we had the uh we thought we had the license, but we can't. I mean, but like Super Seven's also. I mean, as much as I love like Brian and everything, like they're also the same one who thought they can do smoking Krusty uh, the cr- Clown, and I knew Disney would not allow that at all. I don't think they thought they could. I think they were gonna just try for it. I think they always had the backup plan. I think they always knew they weren't going to be able to. You think so? I, I, I don't think th- so. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think they did. I don't. I mean, it happened early enough that like we didn't see a physical version of it, so I think they had. I think they had it but planned just it, in case. I mean, I'm sure they maybe they had it, but at the same time, I don't because the thing is they kind of screwed over the people who pre-ordered it and who pay, who like prepaid pre-ordered it. Yeah, and then, no, and then I agree with you there. Yeah, like I, I don't think they knew. I don't. I don't. I personally, I think they. I I think they just thought that like oh if we if we could if we can put Duff in in the action figures that uh, 20th Century Fox slash Disney wouldn't like they, they won't mind a mm. cigarette in there not knowing that Disney has this whole anti tobacco rule on all their like stuff now. Gotcha. Yeah, that's Maybe. what I think. I don't I don't think they knew. Like if they did, I don't think they would have like. I, like I don't think they would have like you know put it out there and everything, especially for pre-order. Like, I mean, the, the caveat is that they put the you know pending licensor approval. Like, that's right, always right. 
That's right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they always do that. I mean, and they always have to like do that because they don't like know and everything. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like, like I said, like if, if they if they can do it, that'd be great. I just I just don't like they just get hopes up and then just to crush mm. them down. Like, see, this is the bonus content that we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. So here we go, Jason. Bonus content, saying bad things about about talking Super bad 7. about Super Seven. Yeah, talking bad about Super Seven, even though like Jason's been trying to get interviews with Super Seven the whole, this whole time, and <laughs> there you go. we're just gonna, I'm just gonna lose it all right here. <laughs> all right. Um, Let's get this dog and pony show on the road. So, uh, so what we so we're gonna read them in um, episode order. Okay. Yep. So you'll do your recap first, then right. Spencer. Uh, no wait, Spencer will do his first. Then you're on Raphael drives and wild, and then um, I, oh, I, I thought I was on. Splinter. I did Raphael drives and wild. He's on Splinter. He'll do his first. Yeah, oh, that's oh, right. on Splinter. I, yeah. I, I that's right. That's right. I thank goodness Splinter. Yeah, I, I was scared. I was scared for a second too because I purposely picked Splinter because like I, that was like I still think that's the season finale. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, that's totally fine. And then I'll bring up the rear with Beyond the Donatella Nebula. That's right. Okie dokie. I'll get us in.